Welcome to ABC, Abergavenny Baptist Church, building faith and friendship. The Bible reading is from Isaiah chapter 9 and verses 1 to 7. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past he humbled the land of Zubalan and the land of Naphtali. But in the future he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. You have encircled the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle, every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. A hundred years ago, In 1914, on Christmas Eve, a remarkable event happened. In the midst of darkness, of cruelty, hatred, violence and death, which was part and parcel of trench warfare in the First World War, on the Western Front in France, the opposing forces, the Germans and the Allies, put down their weapons, climbed out of their trenches, and in the stillness of the night, they began to sing Silent night, together, and then other carols. And then they worshipped together and had communion together in the middle of no man's land. And the peace continued on to the next day, Christmas Day, as they played football, soccer, against each other in the middle of no man's land. There is something about the birth of Jesus that brings peace. It inspires peace, even in the midst of a war zone. And in Isaiah chapter 9, about 700 years before the birth of Jesus, the people of Judah were experiencing a great darkness. Foreign armies were invading and trying to destroy them. But more so, they were experiencing a spiritual darkness. They had turned their backs on God and they were living in separation from God. They were in darkness. And it's within this context of darkness that the prophet Isaiah prophesies about a light dawning that would dispel the darkness and would bring peace. And what is this light? What is this light that is going to bring peace to this hostile, evil and spiritual dark land? Well, we read in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, For to us, A child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. All their hopes were placed on a little baby, the birth of a little baby. What was so significant about this baby? 
This would be the future king, the promised king. And it would be through this king that God would bring peace to the land. So initially, this was referring to the next descendant of King David, and that would have been Hezekiah. And during Hezekiah's reign, there was a degree of peace within the land, and people did turn back to God. So there was a partial fulfillment during Hezekiah's reign, but it was only partial. There was still darkness, violence, hatred, and evil, and spiritual darkness as people continued to turn their backs on God. And so the people of Judah continued to look for and wait for the birth of a child, the birth of a son, the ultimate future king, the ideal king that would bring peace on earth. And about 1 AD, in the little town of Bethlehem, this prophecy was filled, fulfilled afresh with the birth of Jesus. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. God has given us a child. The first Christmas gift ever given was God's gift to us. A little baby placed in a manger. And we read at the end of verse 6 that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the title, Prince of Peace, is clearly the climatic title, as verse 7 makes clear. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. For it's through Jesus that God brings peace, real peace, to the world. What is this peace that Jesus brings? Firstly, because of the birth of Jesus and through Jesus, we can experience peace with God. You see, the problem with the world is not just the darkness out there somewhere. There's not just darkness in the world. There is darkness in my heart. If I am honest, I have to admit that I often have very selfish desires and thoughts. I often turn my back on God and do things my way, the selfish way, rather than God's way. I get things wrong. I do things I wish I did not do. I have regrets. I wish I could go back in time and do things over again, but I can't. There is darkness within me. I need forgiveness. But the good news is that God has dealt with my sins in Jesus, so I can experience forgiveness and be reconciled to a right relationship with God. So I can experience peace with God. And secondly, because of Jesus' birth, we can experience an inner peace. A peace that comes from knowing that you are forgiven and that you are in a right relationship with God. And an inner peace that comes from having a sure and a certain hope in Jesus that ultimately, one day, everything will be the way it should be. There will be no more darkness at all. And thirdly, Jesus will ultimately bring peace on earth. And there will be no more hatred, violence or wars. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 5 says, Every warrior's boot used in battle, every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. Over here, Isaiah uses the picture 
of a soldier's boot that has trampled over the land and a soldier's garment that is covered in blood being thrown into the fire because there would be no more use for them. There would be a lasting peace on earth. And this is the sure and the certain hope that we have in Jesus. For on the cross, Jesus defeated all evil. And when Jesus returns, there will be a lasting peace on earth. And verse 7 ends by saying, The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This means that the passionate commitment of God will ensure that this will ultimately happen. There will be a lasting peace. On earth. But already, this ultimate hoped for global peace is being manifested in small ways as people reflect on the birth of Jesus and as they reflect on his life of forgiving others, loving enemy, and, and being prepared to die for helping others and loving others. It was seen in 1914 and on the western front of France when soldiers put down their weapons left their trenches and sung carols and played football together. It was also seen when the First World War nurse, Edith Cavell, was executed for helping Allied troops escape from occupied Belgium. She was willing to treat injured troops from both sides in the war. The night before she died, she said, Standing as I do, in view of God and eternity... I realize that patriotism is not enough. I must have no hatred or bitterness towards anyone. Edith understood that Jesus' greater love for us compels us to love enemies as well as our neighbors and friends. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 states, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. But who is the us? It is everyone and anyone who would turn to Jesus and receive the peace of God in their life and become a channel of that peace and be a light in this dark world. God has given us the gift of Jesus. Have you received this gift? Do you need peace? Real inner peace in your life? Well then, as we reflect on the birth of Jesus, can I encourage you to put your faith, your trust in Jesus. Call out to God, pray in the quietness of your heart and ask God to give you that gift of peace that comes from Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you that you have given us the ultimate gift, a baby placed in a manger. And Father, we thank you that it's through this child, through this baby, that you have dealt with all the evil in the world so that we can experience peace. Help us this Christmas time not to get so caught up with all the, the festive activities that we miss the real meaning and the real point, that we miss your gift to us. And Father, within all the distress and all the darkness, we thank you that we can call out to you and receive peace from the Prince of Peace. Father, won't you give us that peace afresh, 
that peace that comes from knowing that our sins have been forgiven, that peace that comes from knowing that we're in a right relationship with you, that peace that comes from knowing that we have a sure and a certain hope in Jesus that one day everything will be the way it should be and that there will be a lasting peace on earth. Father, we thank you for your gift, the gift of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Amen.